Welcome to Binge Breakthrough, the podcast designed to help you finally break through the barriers that keep you stuck feeling out of control around food. I'm Master Certified Coach Jane Pilger, and I want you to know that no matter how long you've been struggling or what you've tried, food freedom is possible, and I'm here to show you how. After years of therapy, eating disorders treatment, restrictive diets, and reading all the books, I was still stuck in the on-again, off-again cycle of restricting and binging until I was able to see it all from a new perspective that changed everything. Each week, I will share the strategies, tools, and mindset that allowed me to overcome my decades-long battle with binge eating. Your journey to body trust starts now. Let's dive in. Hello, trusted listener. Welcome to Binge Breakthrough. I consider you a trusted listener because I trust that you are listening to this podcast for a reason. I trust that you are going to hear something today that is insightful and impactful on your own personal journey. So if you happen to be listening to this episode as it airs in October of 2023, I am currently in Hawaii, on the Big Island in Kona. Over the last few episodes, I've shared with you my journey to becoming an athlete. I've shared with you the role that food has played on my athletic journey. And I've talked about how I went from from never thinking that it would be possible for me to do a number of different things to currently being in qualifying for the Ironman World Championships in Kona. So the reason for this podcast is I wanted to talk to you about how I prepare for big events. Now, whether that's a vacation, whether it's a race, or anything that will take you away from your normal schedule or your normal routine for a while. This topic is very relevant to me because as I am recording, I am preparing for this trip. And I got to thinking about how much I've learned over the years in my own journey, how much I've learned about preparing for big events and the takeaways that I have been able to apply to my own life. And I wanted to share them with you. We all have events. We all have times that are going to take us away from our routine. And my hope is that this episode will be something you might even return to when it's time for you to go on vacation, when it's time for you to go away, to do something that's going to interrupt your routine, you'll be able to come back and visit this episode. So you're going to hear a theme from me throughout this episode, and it's before, during, and after. We want to think about and consider how do you want to feel before, during, and after your event. A lot of times what will happen is you just think about the event. I just have to get ready. I have to get ready to get there. And we're kind of not really thinking about the before part. Or while we're there, maybe we're, maybe we just think about during, but we don't really think about when we get back. So we really want to take into account in advance how we want to feel before, during, and after. So to start with, what you want to do is think about your future self. And we want to think about your future self 
in a variety of aspects. So think about yourself one week from now, two weeks from now, the week before the trip, while you were on the trip, and when you get home. So we don't want to think about our future self at the expense of another version of our future self. We want to consider there will be a future version of you in a lot of different aspects, a lot of different periods of time. So if let's say you're listening to this episode and you know you have a trip, you have an event, maybe it's a race, whatever it is for you, you know it's in one month's time, three months, three weeks time, three, four weeks, something like that. So think about your future self in various number of weeks, one week, two weeks, right before you go, while you're there, when you get home. Being able to think about each aspect of this will really help this entire journey. Okay, so let's talk about the before. So you will also hear a theme of setting an intention for each of these phases. So before you go, set an intention. How do you want to feel and show up between now and when you leave? So many people skip this part. They don't think about how they want to feel between now and when they leave. They just, they're just stressed. They're not looking forward to it. And they pretty much just kill themselves, overdo it just to get to vacation. It's like, oh, I've got so much to do. We've all been there, right? I have so much to do. There's only so many days. There's this very um, intense feeling of scarcity. Too much to do, not enough time. This is the equation for overwhelm. But if you set an intention of how you want to feel, how you want to show up before you go, you will allow your brain to create that for you. Remember, the brain doesn't really care what it focuses on, but if it will automatically focus on what is lacking, what is missing, what is wrong, because that's the way that we're wired. But if we put our brain to work on something else, it will find it. So my intention for this trip to Hawaii in this before time, I'm in the before time right now. I have not left yet. So my intention for this time for myself right now is prepared, intentional, and connected. These are the three words that I am wanting to create for myself. I want to feel prepared. I want to feel prepared for the trip. I want to feel prepared for what I'm doing beforehand. I want to be really intentional with my time, with how I spend my time. But I also want to stay connected. I want to stay connected with myself. I want to stay connected with those relationships that are the most important to me and always, always, always connected with my body. So to do this, we need to plan ahead. So for your trip, for your event, it's always some basics. Know how you're getting there. Know where you're staying. Block off your calendar. As soon as you know you have a trip, block those dates, block the time off of your calendar. Now, here's another important part. Decide, make this decision. Are you going to work while you're gone? You don't want to keep this as an open loop. An open loop might sound like, well, maybe I'll work. If I can't get everything done before I go, then uh, then I'll work. 
If I need to, if I need to do some things, I'll allow myself to do it while I'm there. I'll try not to. Do you hear how open that is? We're kind of keeping the possibility open. If you decide, no, I am not going to work while I'm gone. Again, this is your choice. There is no right or wrong, but make an intentional decision ahead of time. And if you are not going to work while you're gone, just let everyone know. If you are in a position where you need to get these things approved, get it approved. Get it on the calendar. Set your expectations. Now, here's another very important tip that I learned. This is giving yourself a transition day when you get home. I used to, when I would get home, here's what I would do. I would often uh, travel. Let's say I would return home on a Sunday. Then on Monday, I would uh, I would often schedule all of uh, my appointments. I would schedule calls. On that day, I got home because I would think, gosh, I'm going to be gone for so long. Let me just get these things scheduled as quickly as, as I can on the, the soon as I get home. What I learned is that that day after, for me, requires a lot of, it requires time. It requires attention. When you get home, you will have a lot of emails if you have not been checking your email. There will be regular mail to deal with. There will be laundry. You will not have groceries in the house. People will want to talk to you. You will have work responsibilities. People are going to want to hear about your adventures. You might have other people that you take care of at home or in other locations. All of this will be waiting for you when you return. So I highly advocate for giving yourself a transition day. So if you get home on Sunday, take that Monday as a transition day. That's the day that you can catch up on things. Whether or not you decide to work, totally up to you, but don't try to schedule a lot of calls, a lot of meetings for that day. Just anticipate that day. Give yourself a transition day if you can. Now, here's another thing you want to do. Look at your calendar for the two weeks after your return, after you get back from your trip, from from whatever it is, look at your calendar for those two weeks. What do you have coming up? What are your responsibilities? Is there anything you would like to get done before you leave? When you return home, do you have any big projects? Do you have any deadlines? So the way this looked for me is I looked ahead at my schedule and I said, wow, okay, here's what I have going on. I'm going to be gone for this many number of weeks. I'm going to be gone for nine days total. My travel time is nine days. So I know I'm going to be gone during that time, but I also have things that I do on a weekly basis. For example, this podcast. This podcast comes out every week. So what I've been doing leading up to this is I've been planning, okay, I want to have some podcasts planned, drafted, recorded, ready to go while I'm gone. So that while I'm gone, I don't need to think about, I don't need to worry about, I have these podcasts already done. So I don't leave now for a couple of weeks, but I am recording this podcast that you are going to be listening to while I am in Hawaii. After I get back, There's an event. I'm having a virtual event for the holidays, coming up for the holidays. So I will have the content for that event created before I go. 
When I return, it will be one week. The event will be one week after I return on October 23rd and 24th. But everything will be ready and prepared before I go to Hawaii. So I know that it's taken care of. So I can take my calendar then and schedule, here's what I know I need to get done so that when I leave, I have these things done. I also want to make sure I have plenty of time to pack, to prepare for the trip itself. You want to also know your patterns. As I've said so many times before, awareness is everything. So let's talk about packing, getting ready for your trip. This is where knowing yourself is so powerful. What do you know about yourself as a packer? Do you prefer to spread it out over time? Or are you a person who just likes to do it the night before? There is no right or wrong answer here. It's you knowing your own preferences. So several years ago, we went to Italy. And we, I was not as intentional and really planning ahead and thinking out my before, during, and after for a trip at this time. And so for this particular trip, I had been spending a lot of time trying to get work done. The not There's so much to do. There's not enough time. I don't have time to start packing. I have to do all of these other things. So I waited until the night before to start packing for our trip. My husband and I both waited. We were up until 2 a.m. packing, trying to get everything together for our trip. This didn't start us off on the best foot for being rested, feeling ready to go for our trip. What I learned in that trip was spreading it out over several days is actually preferable for me. I can start thinking about it. I can start pulling things out. But here's the other thing that I've learned over time and with practice of spreading things out. It's important to leave yourself breadcrumbs, like leave yourself a note. Here are the things that are packed. Here are the things I'm still waiting on or what I need to add to this pack, this stack of things. I have forgotten many things as I started just setting things out. Oh, okay, I'll start this. I'll start this. And I would think, oh yeah, I need to add these things. Or I need to be sure that once I do the laundry that I add these certain items to this stack. And I would get to my location and think, oh my gosh, I don't have a single pair of socks. Oh yeah, you know what? That's right. I was going to add those things and I totally forgot. So leave yourself some breadcrumbs, leave notes, have a list. So here's what I've learned works for me over time and with practice. It works for me to have two big sessions ahead of time and one smaller session. So for the way this looks like for me for a race specifically is my first big session will be packing, getting together all of my fuel, food, fuel, my race nutrition, everything I'm going to need for all of that. I have one big session to get all of that, all of that together. Then I'll have another session where I put together all of my race, my my race clothes, the clothes I'm going to wear for my uh, my training sessions while I'm there. Then I do another session that's my clothes just for the regular days. Then after that, there's not much left. Toiletries and a few other random things that I have been writing down along the way. So a last tip for before travel is to make sure you have everything that you need ahead of time. 
So any fuel, nutrition, clothes, prescriptions, toiletries, shoes, anything, start thinking several weeks ahead of time. What am I going to need? Is there anything I need to order? Do I want to go shopping? You want to avoid the last minute, day before, night before, run to Target or to the store to go try to find something new because you've been putting off getting something. So again, think about how you want to feel in the days leading up to it, even the weeks leading up to it. How do you want to feel? Setting that intention for yourself will help you go into it prepared. If you set an intention to be prepared, to be intentional with your time, that will help set that up for you. Okay, so now we move into the during phase. We want also an intention for while you are there, while you are on your trip or at your whatever it is, whether maybe it's a reunion, maybe it's a vacation, maybe it's a race, whatever it is, set an intention for while you're there. So some people, when they go on vacation, they completely disconnect from themselves. So it's like a anything goes type of attitude. They don't think about how they will feel later or the impacts of their decisions. So I want to invite you to consider before, during, and after in all of your decisions. How do I want to feel before, during, and after? So in planning for your trip, while you're on your trip, making your decisions. So my intention for this trip to Hawaii, for while I am there, is joy, connection, adventure, and courage. So this intention is going to be my guide for all of my decisions. I want to be connected with myself and my needs. But I also, the entire time, I want to experience a sense of joy, a sense of adventure. Before the race, I'm going to be very focused on making sure that my body is fueled, that it's rested, that it's hydrated, because I know how I want to feel, how I want my body to feel before the race and during the race. I want to be prepared. Now, after the race, I will probably be more adventurous with food, with drinking, but I am always going to stay connected. I'm always going to be thinking about how I want to feel before, during, and after any eating or drinking experience. So what I find is that people often ignore the after part, what might come as a result of certain decisions. Now, any decision is fine. There is no right or wrong. You get to decide. You have complete choice and complete agency. But I recommend that you make an informed decision of how you might feel afterwards rather than denying that there might be consequences. What I find is the intention to stay connected is key. Connected with yourself. Connected with other people. And that connection may mean eating more than usual. It may mean drinking more than usual, but doing it in a very intentional way, not a disconnected way. 
So that's the during part. Though my intention, joy, connection, adventure, courage, is going to guide me while I'm there. The courage part, that is there specifically for race day. I do want to have courage on race day. I know it will take courage to get through the times when my body, my mind might feel like it can't go on. It will require courage, but I want to keep this in mind. I also want to have joy and enjoy the moments, both during the race as well as in all of the other days that I'm there. That is my intention for during. So now we go into the after. Guess what? You're probably not going to be surprised to hear me say, suggest to set an intention. Now, here's something to be really aware of. What you expect from yourself and what you will be capable of will be different after a big trip or after a race. So often we have unrealistic expectations of what we can do. Your body is likely to be tired, out of routine. It has been enduring the effects of travel. If you have done a race, your body's recovering from the race. There is a lot that your body has been through. Now, here's another important thing to know that I did not even know this existed for years. After a big event, your body might experience a very large drop, a drop in overall energy. This can be called and referred to as the post-event blues. Now, this can be any sort of event. It can be an athletic event. It could also be um, an event like a trip, a big trip that you've planned. It's called the letdown effect. Here's a few things to know about it. The higher the accomplishment, sometimes, this is not always, but sometimes, the higher the accomplishment, the bigger sometimes that letdown is. The, 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 it, can, it can be called like a crash. I, sometimes I have experienced it as a crash, but for sure it's like this letdown. Your life kind of for a while, it centers around the event and then it's over. You've been planning, you've been preparing. If it's a race, you've been training. And then all of a sudden it's over. Not only is the event over, but your body is very physically depleted. So what we can do about this, we, we can't overcome and just pretend like that's not going to happen, but we can mentally prepare and know that it's coming. So things that you can do here are number one, tapping into your support network. Know it's coming and reach out for support. Reach out, plan time with friends, with other people. Savor the memories. Go back and look at your pictures. Really take the time to savor what you have done, where you have been. Most importantly, give your time, yourself time to rest and recharge. I personally like to think about the next goal, the next trip, maybe it's the next race. Often I find myself actually thinking about the next race or upcoming races or even the next trip going into a race or a trip. My mind likes to have something big or exciting coming on the horizon so I know there's something else coming. 
Some people like to have something planned if it is a big, something big, a big trip, a big race, an Ironman, for example. Some people like to plan something exciting just a few weeks afterwards to try to uh, mitigate the post Ironman blues. I've got, I know I have this thing to look forward to down the road. So for afterwards, I have an intention already picked out for myself. It's connection, intention, gratitude, and grace. I want to be connected to my body. You've probably heard in this intention, my intention before, during, and after, connected is a a very common theme throughout all of it. It is one of my core values, connection. I want to be connected to my body always. So a lot of times when we get back, we know the brain likes to focus on what's wrong, all the stress, what there is to do. Oh my gosh, I'm so far behind. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this other thing. Bringing in an intention of gratitude will help balance this out. I want to be grateful for where what I have done, for the trip, for the opportunity. It will help balance all of this out. I also want to have grace. I want to know and understand and anticipate my body will be tired. So I don't want to plan too much. I don't want to expect too much for myself. I want to be intentional with how I do plan, how I do spend my time. Going into this, I will have a plan, and I recommend that you do this too. Have a plan for what you will do when you get home, for when you will get your groceries, when will you unpack, when will you do your laundry, catch up on your emails, catch up on your regular mail, catch up with your family members. Don't forget to include all of this in your schedule. All of this will be waiting for you when you get home. So we don't have to think like, oh, yuck, I don't like this part. Oh, you know, it's not even worth it to go on vacation because I have to do all of this stuff. It's like, it, this, this is part of it. This is the part where I get home and I'm tired and I have laundry to do and I have mail to catch up on, and I have these other things. This is part of the experience. You won't be operating on full energy, so don't expect that of yourself. If you anticipate it, if you plan for it, if you give yourself room and space, it creates such a different experience. So I remember when I, once I realized what was happening to me after these big trips, where Mondays I would expect so much from myself. I would practically like clockwork binge on Mondays. And I realized, wow, maybe I should just give myself an extra day, give myself this transition day. So I did that for myself. When I came back, whatever day I came back, I would give myself an extra day to transition. And I remember the very first time I gave myself more time and more space And I had that entire day to just take care of myself. I remember thinking, this feels too easy. It was such a shift. And now I would not even consider not giving myself a transition day. And sometimes if I give myself that full transition day where I don't work the day after I get back, where I have the day to get groceries and to do laundry and to just catch up on life and maybe 
take a nap or two, just have that time. If I give myself that personal transition day, when I go back to work the next day, that my very first day at work, I also make sure it's spacious, that there is time to catch up. Give yourself that gift. All right, these are my tips for you. Remember the theme before, during, and after. Consider how you want to show up before you go, while you are there, and after you return. Create an intention for yourself. Let these, your intention, your words guide you through all of this. You might pick your words, put them on a sticky note. Have your words for before. Have them on a sticky note. This is how I want to feel during this time. It will help guide your actions, your choices, and what you do so that you are choosing them intentionally rather than just being caught up and reacting to everything that's happening around you. Put your brain to work on creating an amazing experience for you, not just while you're there, but keeping in mind every version of you, the version of you that hasn't left yet, the version of you that is going to be there, and the version of you that is going to get home. This is how you can set yourself up for a great experience throughout your entire trip. Now, will certain things happen? Will you face obstacles? Of course, that's life. But your intention will help guide how you address those obstacles, how you respond to them, how you adapt and adjust. This is the power of using your brain in a way that will work for you and not against you. All right. That's what I have for you today. And next week, I will be, well, not next week, but you will be soon. You will be, next week, you're gonna get to hear all about this event coming up and preparing for that, what I am putting together for you. And then I will be sure to share my recap, my experience of being in Hawaii so you can hear how my intention of while I'm there, how my intention guides and shapes my time. So my intention while I'm there, it's joy, connection, adventure, and courage. And I'll be sure to share my experience with you here on this podcast. That's what I have for you today. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. If the upcoming holiday season fills you with anxiety about food, I want you to know that there's hope for a binge-free and joyful holiday experience. Join me on October 23rd for a transformative two-day virtual event that goes beyond the ordinary. It's not just another class. It's an interactive journey where you'll connect with your brain and your body in real time. During this event, we'll dive deep into how to change your behaviors. And on day two, something extraordinary awaits. Bring your holiday binge food and together we'll embark on an exercise that could change everything for you. Don't miss this opportunity to rediscover joy and peace beyond food during the holidays. Sign up today at janepilger.com forward slash holidays. And don't delay, spots are limited. You deserve the support and empowerment to make this holiday season different. Let's create a binge-free holiday together.